big changes since the last time we talked. Uh, to uh, what was that? December? Yeah, it was December. Well, November, December, leading up to the spectacular. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we were we were talking vaguely about season nine when it was coming back and some certain plans. Now everything is all systems go. Uh, Friday night Titans is back week three already. Uh, when we talked, it felt like kind of like a right off into the sunset, happy thing with uh, John Roca retiring his character. And, you know, now things are back into full swing. Like this feels very cutthroat almost. Uh, what's been going on since we last talked? What's oh, going dude. on with the show? Dude, so much. Um, it's funny because I think that now that we're able to get back in the studio and now that we're able to do um, what the show was originally intended for and the last two years, like everybody else, we've just been confined to the virtual Zoom and and Sky. And I still don't remember what the show was and nobody's really was as interested to see people playing trivia on Zoom. And it's funny, I was watching, the, I was going to be, I was prepared to watch the Royal Rumble with my daughter. Um, this year we were we were prepping up we were getting you know the snacks ready and everything too and i was laying in bed taking a nap before we were getting ready and uh, and i started to think about it and an idea popped into my head and i said i think i've been doing this show wrong for like six years and what i meant by that was the way that we used to do it is we'd have the elements of of storylines and characters that you'd find seen the little vignettes if you tune into a match on tuesday you would find a, a, a part of a story and then the same thing would happen then on friday but the problem is if you didn't care enough about the competitors on tuesday you might miss a crucial scene because you didn't tune in for that and i'm like why am i making individual matches and and relying on that when i'm not making monday night raw or mom i'm not making dynamite you know why, why am i not doing that and I was like, that's what we should be doing. We should we should really cater. Like when I first started doing it this way, it was catered like 50% sports entertainment, 50% sports. And then the last two years has been like 90% sports, 10% sports entertainment because of how confined we were. I'm like, the hell with that. I'm going 80% sports entertainment, 20% sports. And I'm going to really lean in on all the storylines and the high production and the big feel and the must watch television every week. And we've been doing that. And so that's where Friday Night Titans came from. And the audience has been responding. And it's why I wanted to talk to people like yourself, because I believe that, you know, your audience, obviously, and then the wrestling audience doesn't they're movie fans. They're big movie fans and they don't know about this thing yet. And they need to. And that's why we're really leaning heavy in on Friday Night Titans. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned, two episodes in episode three premieres this Friday. Um, you guys already had uh, an analyst uh, team, if you want to put it that way, but um, what element do you feel like you're you're missing the most about uh, pro wrestling? If if you look at it in terms of like Friday Night Titans is you know kind of like the golden the golden age of wrestling, and what do you feel like is missing most from wrestling right now? As far as present broadcast presentations, you're, you're talking about what, what my what my opinion is. What do I think? What wrestling's missing that you can bring back with Titans? Oh yeah, so thank that's that's a great question. Um, so I'm glad you brought up like kind of golden era and attitude era. That's that's ex and that's the stuff that's been that people have that were fans of that have been seeing in Friday Night Titans, and I and I love that. I mean, when I Again, when I say that I wrote for WWE, it was there for like a month. But e either way, it was like going, it was like a crash course, 
crash course to go there. And I, and I was there during the attitude era and I was there like that was, that was to me, there's two, the two significant ages for me, what I was really a big fan of was the golden era and, and attitude. And that's absolutely, you'll see that stuff in, in Titans. So I think it's funny because I was watching, um, I was watching a little bit of dynamite or, or, or yeah, the other, the other day. And what I like what they're doing with when they're adding their, the, the records and what the record is inside of it. And like, and there is that element of, of the com- combination of the sport. And I don't know this. And, and I still, and I, and I know that you guys cover this a lot and it's, it's kind of just been hammered down, but I am part of that old school mentality where I think that the, that the talent should be able to have a beat of where they're supposed to go, but let them riff, let them riff. Like when it's a, it just watch some video where there's like people that just don't get the script element of it and they, they miss their lines. It's just not as authentic. Like the stuff that they used to do back in the day when they would just let people go. That's one of the main things I think is missing because it's like, I'm, I'm all for, look, we have a narrative. We know where we need to go, but like, let them go, let them show their personalities. Let, let, let them really see what, what's the inside of who they really are and, and give them, give them beats. And what can, that's what, that's when the big personalities come out. When you say, Hey, we need to get there. Well, let's see how you get us there. Some people haven't. Some people don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just talking to somebody about this. And one thing I I feel like you guys do is the the roving reporter, so to speak, like Gene Okerlund and yeah. Todd Pettengill. And it's Sean nowadays, <laughs> nowadays almost feels like. And this is not a knock, but like it almost feels like the the interviewer is there to like kick it to the wrestler and then they they almost like crop out and like focus the camera on the wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. But back then it was like, you played off of the interviewer and it was very much like their segment too. They did as much work to get over the talent. I feel like you guys do that, but you know, speaking about letting people riff and do what they want, like one name out there, I feel like is doing that right now. Jade Cargill on AEW. Like when she first got there, people were saying she's green. She shouldn't be out there. She's in, you know, all this stuff, but they put her out there week after week and give her the reps and she's getting better and better. Like she has right. somebody helping her along with Mark Sterling. And then you hear about Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson. It's been long enough. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, you, you keep hearing all those things and then you see, like you can actually see where she has a year in and she's getting better. And it, it, it's that it's let somebody get out there, let them mess up, let them, find out what works let the rhythms hit man because it's like that's that because they have to just go on a script and it's like it's not as you said i don't want to insult and say well they're not actors they, they're in of course they are in in but but in a, in a different way it's not the same beast as as hit that script don't mess that up hit those lines that's not that's that's not at least what I fell in love with back in the day and the stuff that you let me try giving Roddy Roddy Piper a, a, a Roddy Roddy Piper a script you know what I mean like that that's that's the stuff that like as you're mentioning, there's these talent that you say, okay, let them fall a little bit because what's, what's you, cause you, you know, as a creator and as a producer to say, they just, there's like, they don't have it. They're not going to be able to maneuver around. They don't have the, the wits about them to be able to do it. If it's a matter of being shy or if it's a matter of just like you said, not being comfortable with it and being green, but they still have the juice. And yet, like, like you said, let them fly. Like, so perfect example, our, our champion, Marisol McKee, she was a fan of the show. She was just a fan. And she says that she's like this, this uh, introvert. 
she's she's really really talented and so as far as she she told me to i i wanted her manager to do the talking for her and she's like i want to give it a shot so absolutely give it a shot and she cut a promo in front of 600 fans in Brooklyn and she crushed it. She, she could, I, I know her so well, so I knew I could see the nerves a little bit, but that, but she improved a little bit. She hit her beats. She, she did what she had to do and she moved on and she got better and better. And then she hit one. that's spectacular. And it's exactly what you're saying. You got to trust your talent. You got to trust the personalities of why you signed them in the first place. Well, why did you sign them? Did you sign them for the in-ring stuff or did you just sign them because they can, they can get people in in the seats because they can they can have a good program with somebody else go back and forth and yeah I think that that's I definitely think they do more of that in AEW than they do in, in WWE for sure. Anybody uh, in particular you have your eye on that you you know you're just really enjoying their work as of late? Um, I mean, hard to say uh, MJF. You know that so it, it's and it's funny because when they just got started, I was. And and I and I'm, I've come around on in the fact that like because he sells he sells his angle no matter where he is no matter who I've seen him cut promos on people like outside because he's he's selling the angle he's selling he's selling it from from wherever he goes and I and I remember I saw something with some with a little girl that video that went out and, and he was cut, and I and I'm like all right you can kind of can break it you, you don't have to always be in it and then I'm like Iron Sheik and Hacksaw got in trouble because they broke it. <laughs> back in the day you know and it's like yeah. and i'm like this guy's this guy's selling it old school and he's doing what he's supposed to be doing i think he's as i had booker t on on my show when we were talking about it and, and i asked him who he thought was the best right now and he also he said the same um because uh yeah that guy's just he, he's he, i mean that stuff that he and cm punk did in the in the back of the back and forth and the fact that they were able to just take the gloves off and just swing at each other and, and going off of what we just talked about they did some pretty, uh, pretty incredible stuff. Yeah, it's it's hard to argue. Uh, I'd probably say right now he's doing the best, not only of his career, but I don't think anybody can touch him on the mic right now. It's just there's something he he doesn't apologize for it, and he he knows what beats to hit. No, he's got that thing. He just has that thing that like you, the the really great stars have when and you just you, you want to watch him, and he and he knows. And he's the pure definition of what what a heel should be, and it's not it's not this stuff where it's the, the likable heel and trying to sell shirts. He wants you to hate his guts, and that's what he should be doing. Um, and he's and he's great at it. He's great at it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of funny, like how the whole cool heel thing evolved, and now you're getting old school heels, and people yep. are like, oh no, you can't do that. And it's like, why not? Like, need a little edge in wrestling. That's why. That's like most of us fell in love with it because you had guys like that, that were like beating up the bad guy, not doing the right thing, not yeah. winking at the camera while they're being bad. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like you cry, you blur those lines a little bit. And I think that that's why, and that's what I love with, with our show. We've, because when we started, we were a trivia show that I had brought people that I knew in the movie space that were, whether they're rotten tomatoes or nerdists, and they didn't really understand a lot of the, the cave babe stuff and all that they, they didn't understand a lot of it they, they, and but now as the shows evolved everybody understands that we've got it we've got a bunch of new characters coming in and i and and i've had well, our the greatest healer we have right now is a guy named chandra dandapani and he is just he he knows he knows how to get heat and he and i remember him he had posted this poster this picture on twitter and and it was 
some of the legends of the game who are beloved and he posted and said something kind of derogatory about them and people lost their minds. But then the audience was still fighting with each other over it because like, that's what he should be doing. He should be doing that. What, what are you talking about? And they're going back and forth. And he told me, he's like, this is my favorite comment I ever got from somebody who really got it. He pulled me aside and he's like, I'm worried. I'm like, what are you worried about? Don't worry about it. They, we took it off. He's like, no, I'm not worried about the, the post. I'm worried that I saw people defending me. He's like, I don't want anyone defending me because if I hear cheers in the audience, it means I'm not doing my job. And I was like, that he, he gets it. He gets it. And that's exactly what I mean. MJF gets it more than anything anybody in a very long time. You mentioned you had Booker T on your show. Uh, I know you just had a uh, Frankie Kazarian on not too long yeah. ago too. Yeah. Uh, is that uh, and it's. If anybody wants to check it out, it's Christian's channel. It's called the next, uh, the big thing. Uh, any plans to make wrestling guests a regular thing, or is this? I would do it. I'd love to. I, I want absolutely. I mean, my look, my my thing is this. So I have, I have two channels, and it's the Schmodown, which is the, the where we have Friday Night Titans and all that, and when we were pushing stuff, and we want to get. I mean, Chris Jericho is part of our league. He's 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 part. He's one of the competitors inside of the league. Um. So having having him involved more inside that is something we want to do for sure. But as far as having people on my my channel is the Christian Harloff channel. I do pop culture stuff and reviews and my show big thing is on Monday, Thursday and Friday. And yeah, man, like I'm I'm like kind of the sole producer of all that, too. So while I'm working on the season, I'm working on that stuff. So it's it's just a matter of how and when but if people were like hey we want we, we so and so wants to come on talk like i had we had cm punk on one of the first guests that we had um and so yeah i would i would i would have wrestlers on every week every every monday when every monday thursday and friday i would if i could get some you know old school i, I love talking about the business so yeah i would love to anything you want to preview that we can talk about for what's to come in episode three or this season any uh maybe guests popping up well so a massive thing happening for this for episode three when so sam levine you know from whether freaks and geeks or inglorious bastards he was one of the greatest competitors that we ever had in this game um he won the he, he won seven straight matches in a row he won the he won the singles championship he won the team's championship he defended both of those belts twice and then he stepped away from the game um we did this big special where he stepped away retired he became he was kind of a lackadaisical commissioner in part of the storyline, but then he was a he was a manager for two years and he hadn't played a game in four years. Well, he got the bug again and he got the itch and he said he wanted to play. So he's playing and he said his one stipulation was that if he came back, he'd have to he'd want a number one contender match because he never lost the belts. And I said, absolutely, let's uh, let's do it. So he's playing up against the fi one of the finalists. And we had a big tournament last year and this guy went four and one inside of the tournament is just simply known as the barbarian. And he is um, it's him versus Sam Levine in a number one contender match. And the winner will face Marisol McKee, our champion, on the 25th in the pay-per-view for the championship. So Sam Levine has an opportunity, should he win, to get that championship back that he never lost four years ago. So it's a it's a big thing. We've had um, we've had a lot going on right now. Uh, Ethan Irwin, who who is the president of Silver Pictures, uh, Joel Silver's old company, he uh, he he was like the most one of the most beloved figures that we had he just recently he just turned heel and, and betrayed his old partner he's he's making a run right now he joined the stars which is kind of like our um they, they're almost like our our they're turning into like an an, an nwo type faction there's tons of the tons of factions tons of turns like 
as you, I'm so glad that you mentioned those two eras when you were watching the show, because it's exactly what I was going for the golden era and the attitude era. And I think that for wrestling fans, that's what I love. The wrestling fan is really when they're watching it, um, they, they get it right away. So, and, do you, and did, did you get a chance to see the, the, the intro with the music, by the way, if you're not excited after seeing that intro, like, I don't know what's wrong with you because that was just like, like, it's like a rock concert right away. Yeah. Didn't it, didn't it feel like, like, like 97 raw. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the goal. And my, my composer, um, uh, David B is he's just so good. He's just so good. And I was like, Hey, I want to go for that, like old school kind of nitro, uh, Monday night raw feel, but like that, 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 you know, that kind of rock that they had. And he's like, he said, what do you think about this? And I was like, you got it. You got it. And then we just, and then our editor, Aaron Wilhelm cut together a brilliant, um, piece. And yeah, I'm very happy with it. And next you got to get like the, the logo, blowing up in pyrotechnics 100 <laughs> percent. and i'm telling you that's what i want to do so what I, my goal is that as i get the word out to more um people like yourself and, and your audience and and the wrestling fan i want to get this to a place where i can then take because we were doing live events a lot but i want to take titans on the road i don't want to just take matches on the road anymore i want to take the whole show on the road similar to to raw and so when when people start checking it out and, and seeing like oh i get it because it's it's the it's the blend of movies and wrestling and 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 this is why for a long time i was trying to go and and tell both the, the movie audience and the wrestling audience but this is now i'm i'm really my my wrestling fan is like go after the wrestling fan they're the ones who i, th I really think the wrestling fan is the one who's really going to understand this the most because they they blend wrestling and, and movie to movies together more than than any other medium that i know yeah and more often than not i'm like I don't want to say trapped in wrestling, but I'm like, Hey, I, I would like to do something in that other field too. Like we talk about John Cena, Batista, the rock, like, yeah. you know, go down the list and it's like, Oh yeah, they're, they're in movies. And it's like, well, yeah, why not just kind of, I'm sometimes I cover them. Like, yeah. That, it, that's not a wrestling movie, but you know right and that's well that's my and that's what i would I, that's why i'm so glad that you've been watching because i'd love to get your takes on it and to hear what you're what you're saying about it and and like and to hear you the same way you kind of analyze the storylines that were going to happen in, in wrestling i like to to know that 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 you are going to be able to do that for our thing is 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 exciting for me and it's also exciting for me to know that more people are going to start paying attention to that and and start like i listen to all these after shows that they do for the schmodown and people are saying oh they're going to join this faction they're going to join this and that person will turn on this person I'm like that's what i want that's what it because at, at, like the overall structure of it was set up by you know by vince and everything to the that he was done but why why does it just have to be the physical sport of wrestling right the if the structure and you care enough about the, the the characters and you care enough about the game itself if the game is interesting to you then who gives a crap if it's if it's whether or not it's the if, if it's exciting if the main the main part is always the wrestling the main part is always the trivia but if it's exciting for you to watch the game itself then who cares if it's wrestling or who cares if it's if it's a um if it's a game as long as you're entertained from start to finish yeah it, it's funny because it took me and i think it a lot of other people have the the same argument but it took me a very long time to kind of get to that place where i was like this is my wrestling this is what i went out this is what i want from it and if it's not that then you know like why is it here and right. then there's like vince who's like never really wanted to be a wrestling company it's an entertainment company and now i'm just kind of 
like, okay, this is either entertaining or it's not. And yeah. whatever, whatever it is comes secondary. Am I enjoying it or am I going to turn it off? And that's what it comes down to. And I, I do that with wrestling too now. Yeah. At 100%. You have to, because it's like, it's that, look, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan right now. Cause you have so much of it on, on there's so there's if it, and I think that both AEW and WWE scratch the itch of, of what you're looking for. Right. And it just depends on what, on what, as you just said, when you turn on the TV, then I, what are you looking for and what, what's going to make you entertained, you know, and what product are you enjoying? So I, I always thought that it's just a better thing when there's two competing companies, because it gives you as long as they're different, right? Like, then I think that was the big problem with, with WCW is they, they started getting their own way back, you know, when it, it was, they both were significantly different at one point, but then they started to get the same. And then WWE just got so much better, but AW and WWE watching it the other day, it's just, it, I don't know. I got I got excited watching AEW in a way I hadn't gotten excited about wrestling in a while from the from them. I mean, even when when I when we saw um oh shoot I keep calling him Dean Ambrose. Um, we got to help me out. Um, thank you, Moxley. And my 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 head's fried. So Moxley, when Moxley comes out and he comes out to the Wild Thing music like from Major League, I was like, oh man, they don't do this. No, no, that's that was incredible. And he's coming out to the to the Wild Thing music and and the idea of like to do that the old school the kind of Ricky Vaughn mentality and the way and and it was even like it the match that I watched was when um it, it, it him and when when they hit they had just come out and they, it looked like they were and again I don't know AEW as well but it looked like it was the guys they were fighting were almost jobber-esque right um and I like that they're doing that that to doing this kind of like because I knew right away I'm like well he's they're gonna win him and um was it last week yeah yeah okay so yeah the the workhorseman yes yes uh, that's exactly right jd drake and anthony henry so are they i mean are they any good yeah okay they are good but in aew that that was their first match so it was like okay Okay. so 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 then then maybe not the jobber isn't the right term for it apologies but but it just turning it on i knew right away who was going to win and i liked that i liked that idea because i remember when i when i used to watch like Saturday mornings on in the golden era. I'm like, okay, they're just setting up the warrior here to beat this guy up and to build it up to the pay-per-view, which is what they would do. And like, because I just think when you give too many of the high profile matches right away on the, on the big shows, it, it just takes away from the specialty of, of what the pay-per-views uh, do. And I think that's what AEW has been doing very well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I appreciated the match for similar reasons. Like, Th- that team means something to a certain audience, but in terms of an AEW audience, like they're, they're brand new. So like, it's like, okay, you can almost see like, oh yeah, they're not going to beat these two guys that have been here, like the faces of the company. But I like how you, you kind of knew, like, if you know them beforehand, like you're going to get a good match. If you know that uh, Moxley and Danielson are teaming up and they've been on this whole like violence kick, like, you're going to get a fight, right? Either way, it's going to be entertaining. So even if it's a one-sided decision, you're still going to be entertained. Like, well, that's like, a great point because like I said, like for, I did not know, I was not familiar with those guys and I was going off the old school kind of mentality of how it was set up and it was a good fight and it was a good match and it was, and, and they did, like I said, I knew who was going to win, but it wasn't one of these, oh, it, just, it wasn't a squash. And it was just, it was a really, it was a fun match. And I kept, and, I kept watching because my my story with wrestling is is very different from people who are rather you know checking this out right now or 
or the hardcores like I was. And I think we mentioned this last time. I was like a hardcore wrestling fan during the golden era and during the attitude era. And then that's ultimately when I started writing there. And after I started writing there, I stopped watching for a long time um, and I left and I, I didn't watch for years upon years. I'm talking maybe 15 years, whatever it was. And when I started the Schmodown, I started watching the WWE Network to, for more so for research and started getting into it again, but then kind of fell off because it wasn't the same thing. Um, but then when AEW was announced, I was like, I got to make sure that I, because this is kind of the idea of what I think wrestling should kind of maneuver towards. And I told myself I was going to watch it more and I haven't as much as I want to, but I have just made sure that I, I recorded it again. I'm going to start kind of diving into it because I, I've just, I, I don't know. I think you're just doing some special stuff right now. Yeah. No, I, I would say you're, you're starting at a good point. They kind of, they didn't like completely reboot, but like they just had the pay-per-view. So like you can kind of get in and have an easy understanding of where things are going. Plus, yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to watch everything. Like, yeah, it is. AEW, Impact, New Japan, Ring of Honor. Well, Ring of Honor. We'll see yeah, what happens. Right. But, you know, that's just naming those companies off the top of my head. Then there's indies. Then there's your favorite guys where they go. It's. Yeah, it's also because the internet was able to change stuff up tremendously. It's not there. The WWE is not the only game in town. And it's like, you know, people also want to follow like punk rock. Remember what happened with ECW back in the, the late nineties. I think people wanted to have that kind of other fun thing to have them besides just the big giant. And I think that that's what's absolutely happening now. And I do think, I mean, I'm not, I'm not the only person to say it. I, I, I'd like to see a, a shift in, in WWE eventually. It just, it's, it's too, it, it it's it i don't know there's something about it like the royal rumble was fun I, I i but i didn't tune back into it since my daughter will watch it when it comes on but i i've not um not as into it as i was you know, even even in 2016 2017 when i started watching again I, I i think it it does i do think it needs a little bit of a shift and i think that maybe what we were talking about earlier it's just maybe they're just so used to their structure of what they the way that they do it now but like i just want to see some and maybe it's just me trying to nostalgia wise, but to see those kind of old stars, but maybe it's not though. Cause look at MJF. Like we just talked about, like the, yeah. it, it's, it's possible if you let, just let the, I mean, look, Moxley is another example. Moxley, I think is shining way more in, in AEW than he, than he did in, in WWE. But, um, I don't know. I just, uh, it's like, you're right. There's just so much to watch now. It's so much that's out there. I think the easiest way to put it is it almost stopped being appointment TV. For some mm -hmm. people. Yeah. And I would say if you haven't been able to maybe check out NXT 2.0, because that's the closest thing to like that early nineties, like I'm going to say like 1991, 1992, like era WWF. And it's not, it's not attitude and it's like not completely on the nose, but it's, it's there. It's like dipping your toe into the water a little bit. So yeah. I'm glad you said that because that's that's also then and that's why we created Friday Night Titans was because we want to instead of what you just said reigned so true to me where it's like it's not necessarily appointment uh, television anymore. And that's what I how I started to feel some of the matches were like if I put two people on on Tuesday and if you're a Schmodown fan, you're like, well, I don't know who that is. I'm not going to I'm not going to watch that match, but I'll watch the one on Friday because I know that person. I'm like, I want you to watch all of it. And I want you to, I want you to want to watch all of it. And, and by, by creating that 
hour and a half, two hour show on Friday Night Titan. It's, it's, it's exactly that. It's combining all of those moments and the things I loved about wrestling when I was a kid. And, and I, that's, that's my, one of my favorite comments that I see all the time now is like, this reminds me of like old school wrestling. And I was like, yes, I'm like, yes, that's what I want. That's exactly the kind of feeling we, we have so many, we have a moment coming up in it's a few episodes from now, but there's a, there's a, there's like two or three moments that I, and I'm definitely want to make sure that you watch it. Cause you're going to know there's something that I took from the past in wrestling and it pops and you're like, Oh, that's, that's that. Like you'll know it. You'll know it right away when it happens, like a, a moment from the past. But uh, and I'm and I'm giving that back to the wrestling community. Borrowing, borrowing. Okay. Homage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, check it out. Week uh, every Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Friday Night Titans. Uh, follow along on the Schmodown uh, channel, and then uh, you guys have a Patreon for extra perks. Yes. Uh, Patreon.com slash Schmodown. Uh, thanks very much for your time, man. It was good uh, catching up. Any uh, Anything in closing you want to get, get plugs in for quick? No, that's it, man. I, I just, I want to, I definitely want to start uh, hearing more. I'd love to hear more about what you're, uh, what you're thinking about the show because I respect your opinion very much so. And I would love to hear as you start to get into it. Um, the angles and stuff. So I'll be, I'll be paying attention to what you're saying about for sure. Cause I want to, cause I want to know, I gotta, you gotta keep me on my toes. I, I appreciate that. And I will keep in touch. I'm looking forward to see when, what else happens, what comes up. Um, yeah. Awesome. Thank you, brother, man.